0: Afternoon. Now, I'm really, really excited to welcome on the program our very first guest of the week. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're talking to Hong Kong-based pianist and music educator Jacqueline Leung about her second album, which is called That's the Berries, New York Nights. Jacqueline, welcome back on the program and thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a while. How have you been?
1: Hi. Hi, Maureen.
0: It's great to see you. We
1: Good, are... yeah, thanks. Well,
0: yeah. We are on Facebook Live as well. Noreen May on RTHK Radio 3. I, th- I suspect there's a bit of a lag. <laughs> We're at a different studio, yeah. so I blame the Wi-Fi there. So we'll just get straight into it. Now, I think the last time we spoke was definitely a few years ago. And since then, you've produced two wonderful albums. Your first uh, debut solo album was back in 2018, which is called In Sunshine yeah. or In Shadow. And today mm-hmm. we get to hear about your second one, which is called yeah. That's the Berry's New York Night so tell us more about this album it it has a lot of tracks 25 tracks in total
1: yeah but um, it's nothing to be scared of actually um, the main idea for this album was uh, that I really love Gershwin's 18 transcriptions of his famous songs and so um, there are 18 of these tracks but they're all very short it's just like they've got the best bits of each song and um gershwin transcribed them because he was like a party boy and he was so talented and he was invited to all these parties in new york and l.a and he was having all these women asking him to play his songs at the party so that's why he wrote them down and um when i discovered them i just thought uh they're absolutely gorgeous they're all little gems and like each one just transports you to um a party i mean it's a very feel-good uh album and quite christmasy as well absolutely
0: you know i played this earlier today in the newsroom and they absolutely loved it they were like "Whoa, who's uh, it i was like yep that's right that's george uh, gershwin so like you said you know he's one of the major influences <laughs> of this album he was an american composer how was his work sort of significant and how has he sort yeah. of influenced your music and and influenced this album
1: Well, you know, he was um, active in the 1920s and 30s, New York and LA, and he kind of bridged the gap between classical and jazz. So he kind of brought some jazzy elements into the concert hall and his music has always been viewed as like really fun and um, really... I think
0: we may have lost joyful. And
1: okay. it kind of is because I think classical music. Um, I think classical music has like an image, um, in Hong Kong and elsewhere that is like boring and it's like hard to understand. And part of why, um, I produce these albums is to like choose pieces which are accessible to people. And like, whether you have learned classical music or not, um, would be easy to listen to and
0: to enjoy that's such an excellent point that that was actually one of my questions you know I I know you're so passionate about education and also like you said bridging that gap between classical music Mm -hmm. and also the perception of it you know what are some of these perceived walls that classical music have
1: well I think sometimes it's got to be it's got to do with how it's marketed and presented you know sometimes you might just like see a concert like recital by so-and-so and then you have to sit there for two hours or there will be an album which just like piano sonatas by so-and-so and and i just feel like it, it needs a bit of imagination so that's why for these two albums i i try to choose you know imaginative titles which people can relate to you know like I'm um, for this one uh, it's called that's the berries New York nights and I think everyone if you hear that's uh, New York nights you're going to think oh you know it's New York is a happening place it's gonna be fun and um, so so that's kind of what I am was looking for really
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, I have yeah. queued up some songs from your album, and I'm sure our <laughs> listeners would be really delighted uh, to to hear yeah. about it. Let's go to perhaps track seven. I think that's one of the tracks that you wanted to talk about first. Talk yeah. us through yeah. track seven, which is Oh Lady Be Good.
1: Well, you can tell from the titles, like, it's really cheeky, right? And um, I really love this one, um, A, because it's a really famous Gershwin song and it's just kind of really sultry. And you can imagine this beautiful woman in old world Hollywood or in New York in this mink coat, in this swanky, glamorous hotel. And then he's, and she's like, um, got her eye on this guy who's standing at the bar and she's like winking and flirting with him so he's like uh, you'll you get it as soon as you hear it
0: all right well without further ado let's hear track seven <laughs> from your wonderful album oh lady be good fun and flirty. So <laughs> how long was yeah, the original? Because really... <laughs> this one isn't a long track. How long was the original and which bits did you choose to select, especially for your album?
1: Well, well, this was Gershwin's original choice when he oh. wrote it for piano solo, because it's originally a song to be sung with lyrics and everything. I and imagine it would be about two to three minutes, but he really kind of cherry picked the best bits, which everyone knows and then transcribed it for piano solo. So I thought it's just
0: perfect. It it is perfect. I know you also we also have time for a second track also. Now this yeah. one is yeah. track 17. Talk us through this one.
1: Well, this one is not as famous, but I really love it because it has these opening chords like and it's just like it reminds me of like um You know, those outdoor cinemas, like those drive-ins, and then it's just like this black and white film, and then it it, it starts, and then it's just like love at first sight. There's this beautiful blonde, you know, actress, and with her handsome man. I I just really feel like it has that feeling, which everyone um, can relate to, and it's just like so so romantic. It's just like...
0: You know You're carrying me through this motion. I kinda want you to just play on your piano instead. I well we have the track uh queued up, so <laughs> let's <laughs> let's have yeah, a listen. Yeah. And it's called That Certain yeah, cool. Feeling. <laughs> can totally imagine being outdoors for this outdoor cinema and just hearing somebody play this.
1: Not watching the movie.
0: <laughs> exactly. You're right. Yeah. Now, Jacqueline, your album is, I mean, the, the cover mm-hmm. of it is absolutely beautiful. It's its classic, mm-hmm. it's classy, it's elegant. Talk us through the design of it. It's, it's very different to your first album. Talk us through the design of this one.
1: Well, this one, as I uh, mentioned earlier, is uh, based around the... Um, old world New York. So I really wanted to recreate that art deco um, nostalgic vibe. Um, so that was, you know, I, I had like all the color tones in mind. And um, the photo shoot actually took place in Hong Kong at Burger Circus on Hollywood Road. <laughs> um, but the photographers had like, was so, such genius with the lighting. And it just really felt like I was transported back to the 1920s as well, so um, I kind of uh, felt like, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for my man, like, you know, I'm dressed, you know, just waiting for him to uh, carry me away. <laughs>
0: It's so classic. And I can't believe that's Burger Circus because I love the booths that they have in there also. Um, It is very sort of New York and very sort of 1930s um, as well. Now, Jacqueline, I know you produced, I mean, this album came out this year and, you know, 2020 is definitely sort of a year of lessons and challenges and opportunities. Um, I know you also had to fly to New York to record this um, album as well. What was that like to go to New York?
1: thing we did is like read it in, then we di into
0: this. I think we just lost the connection. I think we 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 got oh. you back. It's all right. Um, yeah, if you can just turn your camera to landscape. <laughs> the joys of live radios. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 2020 has sort of been a year of, of lessons <laughs> and challenges. I know you had to fly to New York uh, to record the album. Uh, this was yeah. last year, though, just before yeah, uh, <laughs> of the lockdowns. Yeah,
1: really lucky. I actually did it in June 2019. I, I like New York, but I've been there before in winter, and I don't want the uh, snow in my boots and everything. So I I wanted to be able to walk around the city. So that's why I chose the summer Um, and I knew I could enjoy the outdoors and um, go to all the jazz bars and just kind of feel the rhythm of the streets and visit some of the places associated with the pieces.
0: Yeah. And what was that experience like? Um, Did it really just sort of put, I mean, how different is it to actually go to New York to to record a New York inspired album compared to just playing the songs here in Hong Kong? It must be an added layer of feeling.
1: I think it's an added layer of excitement. And I also, I, I know that I would need absolute concentration. So I needed to be away from my home city and, not be bothered by anyone, <laughs> and not have to, you know, take care of any housework or whatever, or look after family. So I just like really needed to go somewhere where I I know I would feel inspired and focus on the practice, and um and then just like do it full on for a few days. Yeah. Um. But the idea actually started when um with my first album when I first uh, went to Vienna, um it just so happened that um, the publisher I worked with uh, was based in Vienna and he recommended a wonderful engineer for me to work with. And and then I flew there, but um, coincidentally, that album has Mozart on it. And when, as soon as I landed, um, I, I went into the Metro and then everywhere there were classical music posters. And then I just feel like the city really loves Mozart. And when, when I started practicing there, I really felt like I was playing Mozart better than I ever could have in Hong Kong. And I was just like, wow, this is the way to go because it's just like the there's water something you're in the drinking.
0: air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. finally, I, I sort of also want mm-hmm. to say, uh, things that you've learned from your first album, d- was it sort of handy yeah. for your second album? Were there sort of differences of how you handled your your practice, your rehearsals, how you managed your time? Or was it sort um, of, you know, a different bag of fish altogether to record your second album?
1: Well, it was actually really different because for the first one, it was my first time. I was very nervous. And um, that engineer had a very different method of recording to the New York engineer. New York was like more New York style, you know, get it done fast. And I actually finished it in two days early. And then I went to Fifth Avenue for (laughs) shopping.
0: Two days—that's incredible. Yeah. So, uh, talk yeah. us through the, those processes, uh, the, the, the rehearsal process. Do you sort of record the yes. whole track in one go, or were you able to sort of edit them? You know, say, say the first half of the song was really sort of well played, and then the second half—I don't know—how how does it work?
1: Well, usually, I uh, I would play the whole song once, and then um, the producer would uh suggest oh maybe this bit we need to do it again and then we'll have to do it two to three times to make sure that there's an appropriate place to you know stick it on the good bit um but i mean for this album most of the tracks are quite short so it was just like the mentality was just like you know i have lots of small little bits but um the aim was not as long whereas on my first album though there was a piece which was almost 13 minutes and i had to play it m- many times so that was really tiring so by the end you know i was totally shattered um but i think with this one um i mean I-, I love the music so much for both albums but for this one it's just like lots of little projects and then uh after a few songs i would go and take a break and then i come back and then we listen to it see if we like the sound and then if there are any. Uh, passages I would like to do again so we just kind of did that
0: Finally how has the sort of pandemic enabled you to focus your creative your creativity and allowed you time to practice you know what have you been doing during the, the COVID period and do you have any upcoming projects that you can share with our listeners
1: Well actually um, I feel like I've been really fortunate uh, during this pandemic before uh, this happened I was uh going in and out that i was committed and i didn't really have a lot of head space to think although i was really happy with what i was doing so now i've had a lot of time to focus on myself and just have some free time to try out some pieces which i didn't have time to uh do before and then um pick up some hobbies actually and um
0: it's been great. And
1: uh, I've also formed uh, a piano quartet with some friends during the pandemic. And uh, we'll have our first concert in January. So we're preparing for that now.
0: Excellent. Well, we can't wait to hear more about your, your concert in January. Remind our listeners once again, Jacqueline, have you got a Facebook page? How can people follow you uh, and yes. your work and get the album as well?
1: Yeah. Um. So uh, I have got a Facebook page and the uh, title is Pianist Jacqueline Lung. And uh, but for all the information you can find on my website ww.jacklynlum.com. I also have Instagram and you can find my music um, on Spotify. Let me just see if I can. You can get it on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and this is the album cover. You can buy the album on my website. Uh I spend a lot of time on the I'm afraid
0: I'm afraid we together love- so you, you can see that and but if not
1: you can yeah
0: I'm really sorry jacqueline it just cut out t- towards the end it, it cut out to the end you spend a lot of time on the album um and then people can go to your website yeah. To, yeah, sure. to to get um the album yeah. as well So here it is yeah. It is absolutely Yeah so go to my uh,
1: website to get the album um Cause I spent a lot of time on the booklet and you can kind of hear more of my thoughts behind uh, producing this album, but if not, it's totally okay. Uh, Go to Spotify, Apple music, iTunes, Deezer. It's all there.
0: Excellent. Jacqueline, congratulations yeah. on your second album. It's so wonderful, you know, your efforts um to, to promote classical music and to bridge that gap. I think it's so important. And so Thank people you. can go to your website and get That's the yeah. Fairies New York Nights. Thank you very much indeed yes. for your time, Jacqueline. Okay. Speak to you soon Thank you, again. Irene. Bye. See you. Bye.